It's time for Mortgage Matters, the GMFS weekly radio show, heard exclusively on Talk 107.3 FM WBRP. And now here's your hosts, GMFS CEO T. Brown and Pamela Matassa. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Mortgage Matters. I'm Pam here with Sheila Strange, one of our great guests of financial literacy credit significance. She's going to get you situated and set as we get ready to kick off into the year 2019. If you are saying, hey, this is the year for me, I'm going to set goals, I'm going to stick to them. I mean, what better way uh, to be you know, making a resolution for the year than to get yourself financially, fiscally set to move forward. And so that's why we have Sheila Strange here with Life Services. That stands for Louisiana's Innovative Financial Education Services here in Baton Rouge. And lots of loan officers and people use her at GMFS Mortgage. And so we're glad to have you on the program. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm ready to hear what you have to say today about our 2019 budget goals. I mean, so this is a perfect time. We're in January. We're getting ready. Get ready. Get set. Go. So, so we're, how do we get started? First of all, what do we do? The the best thing to do, in my opinion, and, and what I tell my clients is is reflect back on last year. Because in order to move forward with savings or improving your budget or whatever financial goals you have, you need to know what you did in the past. And, and be honest with yourself about, okay, where should I be right now? And if you're not there, which most people who come see me aren't, um, well, let's reflect and see what we did. I would take a rainy weekend and I would go through January through December and figure out where your money went. And I'm not speaking to your, you know, you know, you have your house payments and you have your, your electricity bill and you've got, you know, your average groceries, though I did, I would take a look at that. I would look at the things that you would say to yourself, you know, I really didn't need to spend that and calculate how much you did over a year's time that could have been in your savings account. Well, that's a good way to, that's a good way to go. And I would think that eating out and food is probably an obvious place to look. It is the number one problem with the people I talk to, but you know why? It's because everyone's so busy. You know, you have kids in school and you're working really hard and normally both parents are working. So it's simple and easy and let's eat and get home and we've got to start another day tomorrow. But if your goal is really to save money, they need to stop and reflect on how much they're spending and what other alternatives do you have to going out to eat. And, you know, time management, I think, is probably a big key because... The reason people are likely having to eat out and grab on the run is because they're on the go. They yes. don't have time. They've got too much happening. <clears throat> and and really, when you don't have time on your hands, then that's when you start to it's make some mistakes. ways to get around. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and I feel them. I understand who has time to go home and cook, you know, a four course or six course meal. It's easier just to stop somewhere and let's grab us something to eat. And, um, and then we have time to, you know, get home and do what we got to do. And you've got homework and all of that. Uh, but there are ways around it if you're creative and the family works together. You know, whenever you want to have financial goals and you want to change your budget, it has to be a family plan. Um, I'm talking children that are old enough to understand and your other spouse. It can't just be one or the other that's into, okay, here's what we're going to do this year, or it's going to fail. What about keeping a track of, of what you're spending? How important is that? Keeping track of your expenses is kind of like someone saying you're on a diet, so I want you to track everything you eat every day, all day. And certain people, I'm a list person, so I might for a little while. Um, and that's to me is old school advice. I think it's great to keep track of your spending. If you look back though, 
on what you did in 2018. You should have enough information on where you went wrong. Um, most people are not going to do that very long in my experience with my clients. So I advise them rather than doing a daily tracker, maybe twice a month, you and your spouse or you and your family decide, let's look and see what we did this month. I feel that that's a better way to, to track your expense. Look at your expenses. I hate saying track because people, they get negative and then all of a sudden that just doesn't work anymore. I want to move on to what is a touchy subject for a lot of us and that's credit cards. So when yes. you're trying to stick to a budget, but maybe you're trying to build credit, repair credit. I mean, what advice do you have for people with use of credit cards? I'm glad you asked this. The, um, and forgive me, I'm dealing with a little bit of cold, but there's a difference between repaying debt and trying to build your credit. Those are to totally different animals. So if your financial goals are to repay debt this year, then you want a budget, um, well, if they say a budget session, call me. Um, you want to work and on how do we? And how do we call you? How do we reach you, by the way? They can reach me. Uh, my cell is 225-936-6758. Um, they can also schedule online at lifeservicesonline.com and we can get them in the office and we'll talk about is your goal to repay debt? Let's figure out your budget, what's coming in, what's going out, or is your goal to improve your credit? And that's a different animal because I wouldn't suggest if someone's in financial distress or in credit card debt, we need to stop utilizing credit cards. And some of that's some human nature things that we'll talk about in our sessions because um, there's not a cookie cutter response to everybody. They don't have individuals who their goal is to build their credit. They're not in a financial crisis. They may have some old things they didn't take care of, some medical, that type of situation. We'll talk and address that and, and bring that into their budget. But I would not suggest that they discontinue utilizing credit because that's going to harm their goals in the long run. So it really depends on what you're looking for, where are you, and what do you have behind you as far as needing to clean up and clear up. Yeah, so with all the information out there, how hard is it to really stick to a budget and how do you find a budget? I mean, is there some sort of budget tracker tool that we should look at? There are, you can, I mean, any app phone with an app store, you can go on and find um, any kind of budget tracker or spending um, ideas or even coupons for stores or whatever, whatever it is that you need to find. And, and life services will help you identify those things for yourself. Um, and some people are paper people. They like their their paper trackers and those types of things. And there's plenty of that available. And we have those resources as well. Um, as far as uh, creating a plan that's specific to each individual, I would suggest that someone decide what what is your human nature? What are the things that you're apt to do? Are you the kind of person that's gonna use a phone and that's what you want and you want it to notify you when you spent more than what you put in there for the month? Or are you the kind of person that's a book person and you wanna write everything down and that's how you absorb it? It really depends on the individual. But it is important, keep track, pay attention to what you're doing, but you have to start somewhere. But if somebody is in some sort of financial or credit distress, we want to encourage them to give you a call. And Talk me through what happens when someone, Sheila, picks up the call, uh, the phone and gives you a call at Life Services. I'm gonna ask them first of all, what are your goals? And we'll schedule an appointment. We'll talk a little on the phone about where it is they wanna be. I wanna make sure I'm the best resources because there are times I've made referrals to other organizations for someone who, who needs something um, such as maybe they're in the midst of wanting to file bankruptcy or those types of things, legal issues. But if they're wanting budget counseling, the credit score issues, anything financial education, uh, establishing credit, we'll schedule them an appointment. Um, we'll go over all of their information. 
We'll create a budget for them. We'll talk about their income and their expenditures. But one of the things I really bring into, which my clients, I believe, appreciate and embrace is we'll talk about human nature, their habits. You know, what do they do for a living? What do they like to do? Because all that plays into your spending. You have your savers and you have your spenders and then you have your people kind of in between. And it's about changing habits if what they're doing is not working for them. How hard is it to change a habit? I tell them it's going to take them 90 days at least, and they better stick with it because it, it's really hard to do. I mean, that's for me and anybody, um, but it's possible. You know, it depends on how important it is to you. You got, you've got to make yeah. that decision. It's kind of like if you want to lose weight, you got to get up and go to the Absolutely. gym and commit to going every day and eating less. And, and eating less, and if you want to track your eating every day, great. If you're not one, do it every other day or every week. Or You just have to know what is going on, what caused you to be where you are, and where do you want to be. Um, and if it's important enough to you, I'll certainly help you get there. And the great thing about financial goals is I love it. Like, here's a great example. Someone who has absolutely no savings. You start off small and it becomes like just something that they're really proud of. I almost said addiction, but someone who didn't have a savings and they'll call me 30 days and they've got 250. And that may seem small to some people, but when you didn't have anything, you know, and then the next month I hear from them, they're like, I've got it. I'm, I'm up to $700. And, you know, those are the things that make people and cause, make people think and cause change because it's a positive, you know, result to something that they're doing. Is it possible to be in, um, financial distress, if you will, or, or, or to have a low credit score or to need to pay off debt? Is it possible to do that and save at the same time? Or do you really need to get yourself even before you start saving? I, I, I think I tell consumers this, and I've done this for 25 years, you need to have something in savings, no matter what we're working on. Because I'll tell you, the tire's going to blow, or the kids are gonna need something at school, or something's gonna break at the house. So you're either gonna have it in savings, no matter how small, or you're gonna to have to charge it, or you're gonna to have to borrow, or you're gonna have, so I always, we always put savings in the budget, something. Something needs to go there. And then as things pay off and when things get better, that little something gets bigger. And that's how you establish a really good financial foundation. That's some great information. Yeah. All right, Sheila, once again, Sheila Strange is the owner of Life Services. That's Louisiana's Innovative Financial Education Services. You can reach her at 225-936-6758, Sheila.Strange at LifeServicesOnline.com. Encourage you to give her a call. She is a plethora of information and a great source of help. Good to see you today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And we'll take a break and be back with more of Mortgage Matters right after this. 